It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He pioneered Jets blogging and podcasting. He brought smiles to the faces of Jets fans all over the world. He was there through the good and bad. And then, one day... He vanished. People far and wide wondered, where has he gone? When will he return? Thankfully, the answer is now. The OG of Jets podcasting and vlogging is back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. This is There's Always Next Year with Brian Bassett. I'm back. The real me. Let's not make a whole thing of it. And his co-hosts, Chef Travis Milton. Today we're going to be making the students my tasty baked ziti with basil and fresh mozzarella. And Josh Conrad. Oh, my brother, testify. On Turn on the Jets Digital. Welcome back to There's Always Next Year. And I'm your host, Brian Bassett. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian underscore Bassett. And with me, as always, are Travis Milton, chef extraordinaire, who you can find on Twitter at dash 37 board 27, screaming about Little Caesars. And with us, Josh Conrad, who you can find on Twitter at Josh underscore Conrad, probably screaming about the Yankees or UConn uh, in some capacity. So I just want to, I just want a college basketball season. UConn's going to be good again. <laughs> good hey, I'm the same way. I mean, my Wahoos are going to be great. Not a lot of Jets things to talk about. Uh, we could again, as Adam we do Gase every week, right? Since the beginning of Adam Gase's career with this team, you know he's he's terrible and he's not fired, and so we could we could spend all show on that. Or we could talk about other things. I think one of the things that was noticeable for me as I went through the weekend was just how there wasn't this looming dread of one o'clock on Sunday 
of what it was going to be like to watch the Jets get blown out of the water again and for it to just be an enjoyable weekend without that dread. And so I got to do other things. I don't know what you all did this weekend, but here's, here's what I did this weekend. On Saturday, I went out in my backyard and I raked leaves and I raked more leaves and I raked more leaves and I raked more leaves and I filled up, I don't know, 15 to 20 of those paper bags, you know, the big, tall paper bags that you put leaves in. And, and I was feeling really good. I was feeling really good about it. And then I looked up at my trees and I realized, oh my God, there's still like half of the leaves are still on the trees. One of the biggest things about living in the South for folks who, who don't live down here is that leaves fall from basically September all the way through December. And it is brutal. So I, I don't know, Josh, are all your leaves down off your trees or where, uh, where are you? I would love to talk about this. I've, I, Probably two weeks ago, leaves up here started falling. We've got a couple of really big trees in our backyard. Our boys are out there. It's COVID, so we're trying to, like, as best we can, maintain, like, their, like, play area and keep it clear. So I, like you, spent the last couple of Saturdays out in my backyard, leaving, raking, mulching leaves, all that stuff. And then I was done. Like, I was done after yesterday, and then we had some pretty big – wind come through mid to late afternoon and i realized as i'm as i'm watching my backyard fill up again it's not from the trees boys none of my neighbors had done their leaves yet and so now i'm doing their leaves like can i get them like what's my legal precedent here can i get them to come to my house and pick up their mess or do i have to pick it up for them my neighbor with her hair dryer yeah she'll help you out yeah (laughs) That's what I'll do. Like, I'm going to do leaves for a third Saturday in a row, and these ones aren't even mine now. I know. It's so good. So, so let yeah, me, the, the neighbor thing is a pain. Let me give you a new one. Mm, let me give you a new it. one. So I know everyone thinks, oh, Travis is living, like, bachelor life in his condo. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. doesn't have to worry about any of that. But I own an open-air restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I have never in my life had to leaf blow a dining room until this year. <gasps> you so you good. think that 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 your yard is bad? I have to literally rake my dining room. It's <laughs> amazing. It That's is so good. freaking horrible every single day. I have to go in, rake my dining room, find woolly worms like crawling on chairs, clean Ugh. it entirely chase chipmunks out of uh you know the the booth Rafters, you know it's, yeah, it's, it's insane yeah Trav, it you missed insanity. an awesome you missed an awesome marketing opportunity to call it treat a table and you can just leave <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah yeah no way no yeah the the essence of the tulip tree leaf really enhances the flavor of your poor cracklings or whatever. You know, I, th- I think that might actually be like a cool thing in the fall. Just like let them pile up in the restaurant. It's like, just walk in. It's a really cool, like new restaurant thing. You yeah. know, we have, we have forest floor inside of the dining room. It'll be like, what's the restaurant? What's the chain restaurant there? People just throw peanut shells peanut on the floor. Shells. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, man, that's like uh, Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse or, or yeah, Texas one Roadhouse, of those. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, it'd be like that. It's like your version of that. It's just I've never felt everywhere. comfortable in I've never felt comfortable in whatever steakhouse that is because it's just <laughs> it grosses like people are so spitting nasty. them like they're eating the peanut oh. in their mouth and then spitting the shell. Oh. Like, I'm not on a baseball team. This isn't a dugout. I'm trying to enjoy a steak. 
that's already crap, like stop spinning peanut shells at me. <laughs> Down here, they do that in Five Guys. Like literally, like yes. people will sit there and like throw the peanut shells and spit them out on the floor while I'm waiting on my it, burger, it, and I'm like, this is what are you doing? People yeah. are disgusting. Yes, people are disgusting. <laughs> so here we are. We're raking leaves. We're raking our dining room. We're raking our we're raking our yards. We're raking our ne- neighbors' yards. I mean, how are you guys doing? Like, Travis, talk to me about the restaurant. Are you just exhausted at this point because people oh, are slamming your dining room? A hundred percent. So in Virginia, we've done the phases, which mm-hmm. Brian, you're aware of, yep. of reopening. I never moved past our second phase. So like my dining room is at half capacity, but it's again, it's, it's an open air kind of like I mean, my restaurant's essentially a fucking barn. It's not the easiest place to have a restaurant, but at the same time, it's very optimal COVID right friendly. Yes. Um, I mean, it's it's open air. We all of the sides of the dining room are, you know, plastic curtains that essentially zip up and velcro and you know, right kind of snap or to, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They they snap to like the wood posts. So we roll them up and we've got propane uh, and natural gas like heaters in the ceilings. And so even in the, the winter and fall, it's super warm and, you know, it's a nice atmosphere. And I have just been inundated and, with customers and it's amazing or guests. I try to yeah, never guests. say customer. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's been amazing. I love it to death, but it is a hundred percent kicking my ass and it gets really really hard on a sunday to look at a a full dining room and go i'm gonna walk into uh so we've got a tasting room for the vineyard attached to the restaurant and that's kind of my office as well and that's where my computer is set up and i watch my jets games on sunday and it it, it gets increasingly hard to look at a a full dining room and go right i'm gonna go watch this piece of shit team just play like crap Get, get mopped up and down the field. Yeah, while you guys yeah. are just totally in the shit in the kitchen. See ya. Yep. Bye. Yep. <laughs> From the church side for, for us, it's really been it's been unique. I mean, we threw all of our services online and tried to do as, as everything we could with online participation. And then in the early fall, September, October, we really tried to start doing what we were calling like micro church. And so having small gatherings of people because some of the exemptions in place for houses of worship. But, you know, really what we've also learned is like, yes, that's, that's helpful. And like, we can get some in-person stuff happening, but people really aren't coming. Like, I really think there's a genuine Mm. move. Like like, there's like an appetite change for people who are like, Hey, if I can do this at home and I can be a little bit safer, that's probably how I'm going to have to do it. And so I am actually the church that I, I help lead. I do think we're, we're pretty forward thinking in terms of like how to leverage the moment and use technology and really be unique in helping people stay both safe and connected to church. And so it's, it's really been a challenge, but I, you know, I, I'm always encouraged by people's ability to just kind of rise to the moment, figure out what they have to do and kind of move on. Honestly, like even some of the, early like vaccine information that's coming out from the different pharmaceutical companies that are highly effective against COVID are like, all right, that's the light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully, at least as it pertains to COVID. So, you know, it's been unique. It's been interesting. I'm a little bit concerned the next month or so with holidays. I'm sure you guys are having these conversations of like, are we doing this in person? Are we going to do this over Zoom? There's a very strong line in my family where you are either pro or anti gathering around the Thanksgiving table this year. So listen, if that's the case and I've got to make a whole Thanksgiving dinner and eat it by myself with my wife, like <laughs> we're just going to, we're going to, we're going to trudge forward guys. We're going to make it happen. 
I love it. Yeah. So yeah, we're trying to figure out same thing, outdoor things. I mean, if only Travis's restaurant was closer, we could just go there uh, and and eat eat leaves and eat leaves, eat leaves. Twigs, or eat amongst the leaves. That's right. Eat amongst Ooh, the leaves with you know some leaves. Is this oak? Is this oak or is this elm? Oh yeah, no, I could totally take the elm notes in my yeah. cocktail from the well, well, the restaurant I'm building is called Hickory, so you're going to be stuck with a buttload of oh, hickory leaves because oh, it is it is definitely named for what's around. Travis, I'd like to send you a photo of a nine-pound brisket I smoked yesterday Ooh. as my official application to be a part of Hickory as your barbecuer. Oh my god, dude! Like I am putting together right now for next September Labor Day. I'm getting it's it's a little premature, but Pitmaster Rodney Scott is going to oh, come what? down. We're going to do like this big oh. weekend at I'm Hickory. Coming. All right, okay, come down, like do some brisket with Rodney because he's going to be oh doing. Oh my porn. gosh! Uh, yeah, I'm, can you? I'm convinced. I'm convinced that my post my post church ministry life is going to include being a pit master and just standing around a fire until I die. That's, that's how yep. I want to go out. Uh, uh, I can that's... definitely help you there. Yes. For, for folks that don't know who Rodney Scott is, Travis, give us uh, a short summation of an amazing life of Rodney Scott, please. So uh, the, I am a barbecue freaking snob. Like it's, it's horrible. Like I can't eat barbecue. Like, most places and it's, it's trash because, right you're so, well, that's yeah, the thing. You've, well that's the thing like it's not trash it's just i've been okay. exposed to such amazing barbecue that okay. like regular barbecue i'm like oh god like I, I'm, I'm sorry this is just i this doesn't do it and it's because of people like john lewis even in richmond like zzq like chris Foltz, one of the one of the best brisket guys i've ever known in my life but when it comes to pulled pork Rodney Scott is the patron saint. Yep. Like he does right. the absolute greatest pork barbecue, whole hog. And I know a lot of amazing pit masters, but Rodney is the absolute best. And it's hilarious. Like the way we actually finally met, we knew each other via social media. We had talked, we had been at events together. I was at Charleston Food and Wine Festival one year, and I was I was headlining a Vouv Clicquot uh, fried chicken oh. and champagne brunch. Oh mm. my God! I, I was a brand ambassador for them at the time. Maybe I'll what? get it, maybe I'll get back on with them uh, because mm. I've mentioned it on the podcast. But I was in a restroom at Jim and Nick's Barbecue in downtown Charleston, uh-huh. and I went in, and this guy comes out of the stall and slaps me on my ass while I'm at oh, while I'm at oh. a urinal peeing, and I was like, "Oh!" And I turn around, and Rodney goes, "Travis Milton." Never oh yeah. this way, but good to meet you. <laughs> it was like, oh. okay. Did you turn around? Did you turn around and just pee all over his pants, or what? What no, happened? No, I, t- I, I like, I like turned my head, and I was like, I was like, what's up? And then like I looked back down, and I was like, damn, that's Rodney. Rodney Scott just slapped my ass. What do I right. do? Oh, so I, I was like, let me get done here and wash my hands, and I'll come talk to you. And he was like, he was like, yeah, come talk to me in yeah, the kitchen. Better. Listen, for anyone out there, like, just go find the Chef's Table barbecue episode about Rodney Scott. Mm-hmm. And, like, amazing. It, it's a religious experience. And I'm saying that to you as a religious experience professional. <laughs> like, it is, it was, like, that episode on Rodney Scott, his family, like, every part of it. I was, like, I don't think I blinked for an hour because it was so 
friggin' awesome. Yeah. Well, to speak to that, he is an amazing human being. He is a wonderful person of faith. He just, he just, I, I can't say enough good things about that guy. But yeah, hopefully I'll have him up next uh, September, putting together like a, a chef's weekend over Labor Day, getting a bunch of chefs over oh, the south. And uh, yeah, yes, yeah, y'all come down. Man, yeah, we're plus the one in this. Like, we're plus one in this. Love. Yeah, so so it's kind of like basically you've eaten at Frank Pepe's and you're ne- eating little Caesars or whatever is almost like a disservice to Frank Pepe's yeah. or something. Well, like that, that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's still something of that like, but I, I want that freaking pizza so damn bad. I want a clam pie <laughs> like so bad and I have uh, no way of getting, <laughs> uh, listen, we'll figure this out boys. There are ways we yeah. can collab on a Rodney Scott Hickory Frank Pepe's, feast at some point so we we will figure this out we will make it happen with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Hey, guys. Sorry to interrupt real quick. Thanks for listening to There's Always Next Year. Just want to remind you that if you wanted to get a great deal on some action at MyBookie, we've got a great promo code for you. When you head over there right now, use the promo code OVERTIME. And when you do, you'll get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to 1000 bucks. So if you put in 200, they'll match you 100. You put in 1000, they match you 500. That's the max. It's a great deal. It's basically found money for you if you're going to gamble anyway. You've got a full slate of games in the NFL on Sunday. Saturday we've got a full slate of games in college football. We've got UFC, boxing, all kinds of stuff going on right now. So get in on the action over at my bookie and make your sports viewing experience a profit session. Use the promo code overtime and you'll get your deposit match halfway. All the way up to a thousand bucks with my bookie. All right, sorry about that, Brian. The floor is yours, my man. Okay, we've we've made our our listeners suffer enough to listen to us talk about you know barbecue us us being us. Well, I mean, if if our <laughs> listeners don't like barbecue, that's their own problem. I was gonna but, say uh, like, but Nick they, they come to call they, me about this. Yeah, stuff. they they come for the ass slapping stories, but they stay, <laughs> Travis, for the Jets content. So that's valid. So we need <laughs> we need to talk a little bit about what I have termed as wish lists. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you in your families, people, you're getting wish lists. My wife's always like, what do you, what do you want on your Christmas list? What do you want on your Christmas list? I actually go out and like look for things or think about things and think about what my, my spouse would like. She just wants a list so she can get it crossed off. So this is the first year ever that I've said, give me a list because I don't want to spend a bunch of time looking around at whatever anthropology for stuff that you might like. 
So anyway, so we all have wish lists. This is a time of the year for wish lists. I want your college wish lists. We'll go through a couple different positions that don't involve Trevor Lawrence. So we're not going to talk about quarterback. We're talking about other positions. So Josh, if you're ready, can you give me who are some of the players that are on your wish list when it comes to wide receivers? Obviously, if you're even somewhat connected to college football or NFL prospects or even just a Jet fan looking, I mean, a guy, a guy like Jamar Chase, um, who's going to go probably in the top five, yeah. is going to be an incredible – I mean, he's, he's, he, he really has so much – related to like Odell Beckham and there's just a lot of playmaking that guy DeAndre Hopkins like that guy feels like he's just going to be making plays for a long long time my only concern and only listing him though is that I don't know like if the Jets are in the top five like probably in the top two they're taking a quarterback like they're taking Lawrence or they're taking Fields and so he's not going to be there the other guy I really like and in he's he's been climbing list now has been has been Devonta Smith from Alabama. Um, he's a little bit smaller, like he's a little bit more of a of a slot guy. But listen, wh- what's going to be the best friend for a for a rookie NFL quarterback? It's going to be a guy in the slot that's going to make short short cuts over the middle. You know, you can do little bubble screens. You can get the ball in that guy's hands, and that guy, like he just does not drop the ball. And so I'm really big on both those guys. I think Jamar Chase is probably just not going to happen given the way the draft board is going to fall. But keep an eye on Devonta Smith from Alabama. I think that he could be a guy that the Jets could pair with Mims and really start to have a, a wide receiver core that's built for the next couple of years. Yeah, I like that. Chase is going to be the top, assuming all the measurables hold and all that sort of thing. He's going to be a top player, right? Unless the Jets basically decide to rock it with Sam Darnold and they say, we're staying on this roller coaster ride. There's no chance they get Jamar Chase, right? So unless they say we're committed to Sam Darnold and we're going to move back and they move back to right the three, five, whatever spot, they're not going to have a shot at, at Chase. But there are so many interesting receivers that are going to be later on. And right, I like the idea of Devonta Smith. And right, he could, he's someone who could replace and hopefully enhance what we've seen from Jamison Crowder over the last couple of years. And yeah, I, I definitely have some players. One guy who's really jumped out at me recently is Amon Ra Brown, who plays yeah. at USC, obviously the little brother of Equinemius St. Brown, comes from an amazing pedigree, smart guy is, you know, his father was, you know, Mr. Universe bodybuilder, all kinds of things. When you look at his play, you look at his profile, could be an interesting player. And he might sneak into the end of the second, first round. But right now, kind of people are thinking about him in second or, you know, second or later round. So, so he's an interesting guy. And then another player is like, if they wanted their kind of cheetah type person, Elijah Moore is, is someone that I would be interested in. He's good. He's at Ole Miss and he's just breaking records, you know, doing all kinds of stuff at, at Ole Miss, but he's small. Like the thing about him is he's super small. So he's like a Hollywood Brown type or a Tyreek Hill type, but he could be a real like vertical deep stretch player on this team. I think we have to think about who they have and Denzel Mims and for the athletic profile that he has, you know, who would pair well with, with Mims and right. Trevor Lawrence or, Justin Fields or whoever it's going to be going forward. Travis, do you have any thoughts on wide receivers you've been watching in the college game that have been interesting to you? 
I mean, outside of what you guys have mentioned, I think Alabama wide receivers after Devin Smith, I've got a little bit of like buyers, like beware. But uh, Josh mentioned Devonta Smith, but like I yeah. love Jalen Waddle. He mm-hmm. is more, yeah. even more that that uh, Tyree Kill. You know, he's like, yeah, I think he's like five foot ten. He is small, but he is super quick, great in the in the center of the field. Not a slot receiver, but I I love that guy's skill set. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the one out of that you know out of the wide receiver kind of cachet that I would yeah. say that I really really love his skill set and i think could be a great pair with denzel mims outside of who we've already mentioned there's an interesting site if you haven't seen it yet called breakout finder and their whole thing on breakout finder is hey we're looking for college players that hit certain levels of they're getting lots of targets in the offense and they're doing lots with them but also you can't just factor it in because small school large school they have different allocation. So counting stats, and even if you go to percentages of how many targets they got out of the hole, that's not always representative of what's happening. And so what Breakout Finder is trying to do is say, hey, listen, if you're at Alabama and you're competing against Henry Ruggs or just other players, you, right. So Jalen Waddell, and he's, he's competing against Devonta Smith. You know, there's less opportunity, even if you're a superstar in that offense, to really break out. We've seen that some with Ohio State receivers, but I think Terry McLaurin is a great example of a guy who didn't necessarily put up massive numbers, but is probably one of the top 10 young receivers in the league right now. And so, so how do you sort those things out? So breakout finder is a great way to look at that. I think that is going to be interesting to watch what his breakout score is eventually come the end of the season. Very tantalizing player. I was trying to think about other skill positions. We'll get to running back in a minute, but, but tight end is, is obviously another one. I don't know. I don't know enough about college football to know who I'm missing, but when I look at this class, I don't see that kind of Noah Fant, Hawkinson, like level, you know, of kind of group coming in. That's just, people are like, these are can't miss guys. You know, they're going to be amazing. They're super athletic, jump out of the gym types. So maybe you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, but my thought is like, I'm sure they'll, they'll try and pick someone out kind of, you know, day three, but I don't know that there's anyone here necessarily in this class that is a priority. Can you guys tell me different? And if not, I have, I have some suggestions on what the Jets should do around tight end. Do you have any thoughts Uh, on college? I I guess we're just saying RIP Chris Herndon. I've never been. He wants out, right? Like he wants out. He doesn't want to be there. Right. It's RIP because I, I thought for sure three years ago that dude is going to be in the Antonio Gates conversation by the end of his career. And clearly that has not happened. So um, the, the only guy I know of, you know, when I was a kid, I, I started becoming a Miami Hurricanes fan because uh, it's what douchebag kids from New England did um, with college football. <laughs> <laughs> Gino Toretta for life. Yeah. Oh, gee, oh, you know it. Yeah, yeah. And and so the only the only guy I've marginally followed on the on that Miami team that looks like of any interest is their tight end. His name is Brevin Jordan. Incredible, like like athletic guy. I mean, Miami has a pretty good track record of of tight ends that are are pretty solid and very athletic. And so he, he's 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 a guy that I, I do really like. The only problem is, and this seems like problematic at that position, he's not great at catching the football. 
he can catch the football, he's going to be hard to tackle. If he doesn't catch the football, he's going to be cut after year one. So he might be a late, <laughs> you know, a late third round, fourth round kind of guy that the Jets might take a shot on if they're trying to just get more athletic from their pass catchers. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, I think you, you go to Walter Football or some site like that, and Kyle Pitts from Florida, Pat Fryermuth from from Penn State. Penn State's had a pretty good run at tight end, and Fryermuth's a big guy, two fifty six, six five. It projected to run four seven, but it's really more about agility for someone his size. And then, yeah, Brevin Jordan, as you said, he's kind of in the mix. But yeah, there's just until they, those guys get in the gym and we see what their agility scores are it's going to be hard to say what they are. Uh, I don't know. Travis, do you have any, any players that you've seen on the collegiate level that you're interested in or nah? Uh, I mean, again, we go back to like buyer's remorse and uh, you know, mm. the only, the only time I've seen that really flashed anything to me was Friarmouth. And I still got like Kyle Brady, like stuck in my head, mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> you know, tight end Penn state, I, I just I, I don't see it and and also I mean at the end of the day like you guys you guys know what I'm <laughs> yeah, watching sure. like in college football yes. I'm not watching school safeties corners punters yeah right <laughs> oh yeah exactly yeah I'm watching the punters yeah 100 percent like I'm looking for Braden Mann's like you know heir apparent yeah. already uh, no right. like I'm, I'm I'm watching the O line like 100 percent like every day skill position players I'm I'm never as as a uh, up with in. it because you know because you know that you know where it starts you know where it ends that's 100 so we'll get we'll get there in a second before we do I, so my my thought is when it comes to tight ends just there's a couple guys gerald everett and and johnny smith are are unrestricted free agents now more than likely those two players re-sign with their teams excellent head coach mike rabel and and mcveigh you know quality quarterback play quality offenses. So, so you'd expect that they're going to want to return. But if I was the Jets and I have almost a hundred million dollars or whatever in cap space, like just try and blow one of those players out of the water on like a back channel, you know, (laughs) what do they call it? Like tampering. That's what I'm thinking of tampering. Uh, I would go ahead and tamper on Johnny Smith, just get in touch with his agent and just be like, we want to back up the dump truck for Johnny Smith, because he's a guy where you get the ball in his hands. And and if there's any daylight, goodbye, right? Like he had, I think one of his longest plays of the year last year was on a run play. Like they handed him the ball and he ran for, I can't even remember. It was like 50 plus yards. That dude is a beast. And I I think he would be someone that I would just basically take whatever, do whatever you can to get that guy. Gerald Everett is an interesting player. Obviously the Rams have a weird set of alignments that they use that doesn't exactly always favor the tight end and tight ends getting targets. So Gerald Everett is probably a little bit looking, you know, kind of got a roving eye and looking for the next, the next play. So you you sell someone like Gerald Everett on the idea that, Hey, you're going to be playing with Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or whoever's going to be one of the top quarterbacks and you could be playing with this person for the next five years jared goff is fine but at the end of the day he's you know a game manager plus so you know let's roll the dice and back up the truck and if it's not going to be him go with someone go with an athletic veteran like demetrius harris who's been kind of buried on other people's depth charts in kansas city and now chicago and and then yeah you roll the dice on 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 an upside prospect later and right and but maybe kind of to to bring it all back josh to your point like maybe chris herndon 
can see the light if they, uh, you know, bring in a new regime. That's maybe that's the hope there. Maybe that's. The Are hope. you guys totally giving up on Trayvon Wesco? I mean, what's the deal there? <laughs> uh, I can't I, give up on them if I never gave down on him. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. When I was bewildered by the pick, when the top, when it was picked, uh, yeah, I, I, I've never been unbewildered by by that pick, right? Other than <laughs> Brian Baldinger really loves this guy. I don't know if like Brian Baldinger's agent is Trevon Wesco's agent or something, but like, I don't know what's going on there. Running backs, Travis Etienne and Najee Harris are the, are the two big ones. Anyone else that you guys are interested in? I know the kid out of Memphis is getting a lot of love. I just don't think he's big enough. He's like 180 no. pounds. Like, yep. he, he, he's not Christian McCaffrey. He's not going to be Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is much bigger than that. So who, who are there any other running backs that are interesting to you beyond Etienne and, uh, and Harris? I don't even love Etienne. I, I think that's almost a reach, like, for, for what he's being uh, touted uh, in, mm. like, a first round, like, high second round. Like, this is not a running back heavy draft, in my opinion. Like, yeah. I – the, the bulk of the running backs I see are benefiting from either a really good quarterback or a combination of a really good quarterback and a nice offensive line. And I don't, I don't see anybody that literally in this draft that, that like breaks out to me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Harris could be interesting. I think everybody's paying a lot of attention to Etienne and for, you know, for good reason, right? Like you say, he's on a good team. And he is, you know, demolished some competition. So I think he's going to be a good player. But right, I'm never in favor of using a first round draft pick on a running back. Like, I'm just not going to do that. But when it comes to him gaining, you know, fantasy points, yes, he could be a monster for fantasy points. But yeah, Najee Harris at 230, you know, and, you know, with a projected 4-5-40 time, like that dude is big and kind of like a little reminiscent of Derrick Henry. So, like, I, yeah, it's almost I, I, Ron Dane. Well, but maybe, but I think he's bigger and I think he's much more agile. I think he's much more agile than Ron Dane. Like, I think he's got some of the agility of Tiki with Ron Dane's kind of size and punishing ability. So, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. But okay, if there's no one else there, that's fine. But I mean, I do think they're going to have to figure something out. Like, maybe, may, depending on where Chuba Hubbard ends up landing, like, if he, if he kind of falls a little bit, like he might be a value in like the third round or something like that, that would be awesome. I'd be all on board for that. All right, let, let's talk to this, about the stuff that matters, Travis. What's on your wish list for offensive line? Is it tackle? Is it center? What do you want? Oh, man. I mean, pretty much the entire line, you know. But to be honest, like the line has played pretty okay, I mean, for what it is this year. You know, something I would love Penny Sewell. He's not going to move to right. He's not going to move to right tackle. So, you know, with Becton holding down left tackle, Alex Leatherwood, I think, is a great prospect out of Alabama. Again, Alabama always weirds me out a little bit, but at the same time, like, he's, he's freaking amazing. The dude that I am in love with right now is Trey Hill out of Georgia. Like, he is a big, mm. physical freaking center. He's not one of the small, agile centers like you've, you've been seeing like these, yeah. these past few years going high. He is a bruiser. He can take on, you know, double teams all day long. I, I, I love that dude. I would, I would love for, again, like I keep talking about this, the Jets to keep Sam, trade out of the number one, get all of the offensive line, 
rack up a couple wide receivers. Mm-hmm. But Trey Hill is very high on my wish list. Like he is, he is one of the better center prospects I've seen over the past few years. Just size, agility for his size, and and what he brings to the table. Like I would love to just jettison Connor McGovern out of what I've seen from him this year. Mm-hmm. Get get Trey Hill in there. That that's that's my dude. Like I'm all about that guy. Yeah, and the thing that I love about the center position, like just think about Mangold and kind of where he went and think about right some of the other centers that we've seen over the last couple of years where they typically go in the NFL draft. Those are not players going in the top five. They're not going in the top 15. They're generally going that first, that first center off the board is generally going in the 50 to 32 range, sometimes even beyond that. And so, so when you ha- when you are the Jets, and when you have, you know, the first overall pick as currently constituted, the 26th overall pick from Seattle. And then if you have the first overall, it also means you have the 33rd overall pick. Like that puts you in a really good spot to pick up one of, if not the top center in the draft class. So, right. So to your point, Travis, if you're on board with who this center is and what he could be for a team and right, you know, as a potential road grader and, you know, a player who can, you know, just kind of go, go up against a a large nose tackle and and push them back. Like that's the kind of player that, that you want. And, and to get that level of effort, you know, that late in the first or early second round, like, Hey man, like that's it's beautiful. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. That's beautiful. I will take that. And so versus, you know, when you, so when you think about like, that's where the top player at that position is going versus, you know, when you think about tackles, like by the time you're at the end of the first round, you're probably, you know, well into the fifth, seventh, you know, maybe even eighth, you know, depending on the class and how rich it is or or poor or poor it is, but you're, you're that far in on, on, on that kind of a player. So, so Right. So, so I certainly see your point in that there's a lot of value there. Josh, what, what do you think about center or tackle or the line that uh, you should be going for? Yeah, Anything? I'm always, I'm going to always uh, defer to our, to our resident That's fine. line guru. Um, yes. Honestly, whatever Travis says, I'm good with, I trust him. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I mean, he, he, he does rake he's, his own dining room. So, I mean, he's, he's the, the brick is shot to my Thomas Jones. That's right. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, gentlemen, this was fun. This was fun. And guests, thanks for listening in. Anything we need to talk about before we buckle up for the quote unquote second half of the Jets NFL 2020 season. Ugh. Josh, oh, Josh, parting words. My, my parting words are just keep losing games because every other team around us, including the Jaguars, are going to keep losing games. Keep right. losing games. Travis, any, any advice for ourselves, for our fans? I mean, I'm just stoked I could see the Chargers uniforms because I swear to God, like, they have the best uniforms in the NFL, and this might be controversial. I don't think it should be. Our uniforms are complete and utter dog shit now. <laughs> I hate our uniforms. <laughs> I despise Aww. them. They they totally screwed it up. I really feel like next year we should totally revamp. I mean, with, oh, with no. everything that's going on, I, I hate these uniforms so much. Everyone at the release party for the uniforms is gone from the team outside of Sam and I guess Herndon. Yeah, like just just burn them. Done. Like let's let's not think about them ever again. So Gotham Green, Spotlight White. 
Stealth Black? No. You can call them whatever you want. I mean, you can call a piece of, you can call a turd <laughs> peanut butter. I mean, like, just like, whoa. It's, it's your prerogative. Is... Like, I love the names, but like, just the look of them is so damn bad. So bad. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> There's so much nostalgia with those powder blues. I mean, they are pretty. They are pretty. I, I will give, I will give the Chargers that. But I mean, I don't know. Like it, it, it does. I, I understand your point in that. Like green is so entrenched in what the jets are and who they are. But at the same time, there is this weird sense where it's like, so we're, our team colors are green and white because some guy owned the team like four I, years ago. That I was the color the of his business. Like, right. Like I, love it, the I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but it looks like a damn high school. T- <laughs> All right, you 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 have officially enraged all our fans. All our fans are so mad right now. Josh, do you want to? Would you like to rebuke uh, your co-host here? Oh man, I anything that makes the the team disappear on on the field is good. So I say rock the greens until you have a team worth standing out. I, I, I'm, I'm saying the Jets need to go go full Predator and like have the uh, camouflage suit Predator uniforms. That's oh. until they do that, I'm not interested. I'm just not interested. I, I would love the retros. I mean, you're seeing obviously that's been the movement across across uniforms across sports. But anytime we can go back and incorporate the 1960s logos and the 1960s look and feel, I am all about it. So I, I. I welcome that or the eighties, nineties, actual jet jets logo. So I'm, I, I am, I am with, I am with both of you and at the same time, leave it up to our fan base to correct us if needed, if need be. Translation. Josh loves single bar face. <laughs> oh, bring back the single bar for everybody. Can we do that one with the weird, like, lopsided, like, airplane that they had for, like, a year in, like, 62? I loved it. Oh, oh so beautiful. Good. Yeah, that lopsided airplane is so weird. So weird. <laughs> I don't think people knew what a jet was at that point. I think it was still like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, not sure. What is this supersonic of which you speak? Okay. Well, gentlemen, thank you, as always. Stay safe. Our listeners, be safe. Keep us safe by liking and reviewing the Play Like a Jet feed. We are excited to come back next week after a game. We will all have raked leaves, our neighbor's leaves. We will have used hair blowers to blow dust and leaves into our patrons, cosmopolitans, I'm sure, by the time we talk next week. But until we do, um, all the best. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you after the Chargers game. Man, I've had too much sherry. That sounds bougie, but but it's real. <laughs> it's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.